and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome this morning to this funeral mass for Helen Evans here at St Bride's Church in Canvas Lang. Welcome to family if you're here with us today. Uh, welcome especially uh, to Tony and Maureen and uh, Stephen and Gerard. Uh, and we especially remember Hugh who is unable to be present here with us, having taken ill a couple of days ago and is now in hospital. We welcome all family members who are here with us today at the Mass. Because of the pandemic and the restrictions, many people are unable to be here with us in the church, family and friends, but they send their best wishes and their prayers and their affection to all who are gathered here today in this church. A special word of welcome to all those who will be joining us in the audio recording of the Mass later on in the day, uh, which will be available on the parish website. When Helen died a few days ago, it was a great shock to everyone. It was one of those moments that came out of the blue. It was unlooked for, and it leaves everyone in its wake with great sadness. All miss Helen very much because she meant everything to them. We gather here in this church to remember her, her strength, her kindness, her love, her friendship over a whole lifetime. I'm sure that life will not be the same without her, but we gather here in this place to say and believe that by the grace of God, love is a thing that remains. By the grace of God, love does not die your love for her and her love for you. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, 
Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Incline your merciful ear to our prayers, O Lord, and grant to the soul of your servant, Helen, the remission of all her sins, that she may have life on the day of the resurrection and may rest in the splendour of your eternal light. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, let us love one another, since love comes from God, and everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God, because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent his, into the world his only Son, so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean. Not our love for God, but God's love for us, when he sent his son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. And if I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand for the gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too, and you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down for a moment. You never know what the new day will bring. How often that thought comes to us on days in which big and life-changing things happen. The day looks as if it will be the same as any other day, and then things happen on that day that change everything. And life takes one of those turns, and things will not be the same again. We could never have known what the new day when the new day dawned, that Helen Evans would have died. It's one of those great mysteries that the date for all of us is hidden from us. 
I'm sure that there was nothing to warn those around her, nothing that seemed different, nothing that was different from any other day. But this was the day that she passed from this life to meet her maker. And in its wake, it changes everything for her children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren. All of her life, she was simply there for everyone, and now she is no longer there. There's something changing in the life. Nothing will quite be the same again. But if that thought brings sadness, then surely also there is joy and pride that comes with it. To think of the many things that she achieved, raising and supporting a family, seeing them up and progressing in life. She was proud of the family, very proud of them, and very loving too, towards her children, 13 13 grandchildren and 14 great-grandchildren. There's great pride in thinking of the good and kind person that she was and the hard work that marked her life and the dedication to family and the kindness that she showed to friends and neighbours over the years. That kind of love and generosity, as St Paul says in the reading of today's Mass, is never forgotten. It's like the candle that's kept burning brightly and that can never be snuffed out. It's a love that never dies. Her love for you, your love for her. By God's grace, that love remains. The acts of kindness and consideration will remain. The wise words and advice and support will remain. Love doesn't die, but love remains. God sees all that is in our life, and we believe that God rewards all things. God forgives all things too, because as St John reminds us that God himself is love, and everyone who lives in love lives in him. And what a great thing that is to think of. If we simply live in love, we bask in the sunshine and light of God's love. He's never far from us, and we are never far from him. A few words about Helen's life. She was born on the 30th of March, 1937, second child of Hugh and Mary McMenemy, her brother and sister John and Margaret. She was brought up in Bothwell Street and Colebrook Street. She attended St Bride's School and left, I suppose, as, as many did in those days, early for the world of work. She was at work in different places through the course of her life, the county, Red Path, Red Path offices cleaning, but she most of all liked, I think, being a home help, and her qualities of kindness to the old was deeply appreciated uh, as she walked the extra mile, deeply appreciated by many families, and they're indebted to her kindness. She was to marry her, son, her husband, uh, James, whom she went out with since she was the age of 15. They were to have a long and happy marriage, Sadly, he passed away on the 23rd of March, 1991, and we remember him today in our prayers of Mass. They're to live in the prefabs at Westburn and, of course, at their present home in Westburn Road, where she lived for many years. The five children, uh, uh, Hugh and Tony and Stephen and Jared and Maureen, 
and was delighted to see each of them up and do well in life. And of course, if I might say so, a whole raft of children were to follow, 13 grandchildren and 14 great-grandchildren. All loved her very much, and she was especially delighted to see new children born into the family. It is a great deal for her that one of her grandchildren asked her to be present at the birth of her child, although it seemed that she was more concerned and interested in the stitches that she had and kind of forgot about the newborn baby. Over the years, she was a great neighbour to people around about her in Westburn and was much liked. She was helpful, kind and considerate and a great support to other families in hard times, especially in times of loss. The family have a whole host of memories. One involves a family dispute in which she marched off with pigeons in her shopping bag and took the family as children to the pictures with the said pigeons in the shopping bag. Another memory is of of the boys keeping dogs that were meant to be racing with the clear instructions that no food was to be given to them because they were racing the following day only to do what she wasn't told. And of course she fed the dogs and of course they wouldn't run. I think she had a mind of her own. There's a whole lifetime, isn't there, of memories, most that I'm sure that will make people smile and also be thankful. She's blessed with a good nature, and probably, as all of you know, she liked to talk. She was never short of a word. I often thought when I went into the house, this is an easy house to get into, but it's a hard house to get out of. (laughs) She would begin a story, and it would lead to another story, seamlessly and so on I think it's true that she simply liked company and she liked people and she especially liked when the family visited and she especially liked those young babies and young children she was very hospitable to the house generous when you came and a kind person if that day in which she died was a day that changed everything then today also is a day that changes everything where we gather here to say farewell to someone who has meant so much she was often your rock she was often your guide she was often your confidant in which you entrusted so much to her to say farewell to her brings your hearts great sadness I'm sure But faith lights up the way. When the the road is dark, it lights up the way. When we feel as if we're stumbling, it stops us. When we feel we are alone, it gives us comfort. That faith guides us on our way. God is with us in this day as he's always with us. Today we've gathered here to thank God for the kindness and generosity of Helen's life. We thank her for her sacrifices, her goodness to people. We thank her for the love that she has shown to many people and the support that she's given. We thank her for her goodness as a mother and a grandmother and a great-grandmother. We're thankful for the wise words and the advice that she gave 
along the way. St. Paul says something important to us today, doesn't he? That love doesn't come to an end. And we believe that. We believe that her love for all of you doesn't come to an end. And your love for her will never end. And God's love for, for all of us will never end either. and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Almighty ever-living God, whose Son has given us himself to us as bread of life, and has poured out his blood as the chalice of salvation, have mercy, we pray, on your servant, Helen, that the offering we make to you may be for her the source of her salvation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. 
For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Helen, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who is united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. to say to you instead of coming forward uh, for communion as normal if you'd like to receive holy communion just to stand in the place that you are and i'll come around the church and give you holy communion if you don't want to receive communion but like to receive a blessing you just place your hand on your your breast and 
uh, I'll give you a blessing as I'm, I'm passing by. Uh, so if you'd like to stand, if you'd like to receive communion or a blessing, but otherwise just to remain seated. to stand. As we receive the pledge of eternal life, we humbly implore you, O Lord, for the soul of your servant Helen, 
that freed from the bonds of mortality, she may join the company of the redeemed and the saints. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Darkest night and brightest day. 